Welcome back to The Last Action Critics with your hosts, Will, and this week, Nikolai Barkatz is in for Ian, the cool blue reason, the reason being he had a child, and that child, Anton, is needing some daddy love. So he's out for maybe a week, maybe two weeks. We expected this. We're ready for it. Nikolai Barkatz is on the show. Thank you for being my co-host today. This is The Blue Beetle, episode 34, season three. Dime Truth? Dime Truth. That's your that's your handle. Yeah, Nikolai. Yeah, Nickel. Dime Truth. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. You know, if you don't if you don't get it, look it up. If you don't get it, it that I get it. I you get know, it. I get, I get why you don't get it. I get why you do, I get why you don't get it. Awesome. Um we watched the Blue Beetle. We just uh, did it. Yeah. We just did it. What are your first thoughts? Uh I enjoyed it. There's this movie from the 90s about a, the kid from Jurassic Park finds like a suit Mm -hmm. and this had a lot of that in it of just like kid finds toy plays with toy like is sort of like oh cool this is like a fun whatchamacallit I also felt like it was very Iron Man the first Iron Man yeah like almost to a T Uh Um, but I enjoyed it it's a fun like romp uh, low expectations so pleasantly surprised I would say yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything about the Blue Beetle before this. And certainly given the, you know, copious number of DC flops that we've had, the most recent being The Flash. Yikes. <laughs> if you want to check out that episode, you can. Nikolai's on that one as well. Yeah. Yeah, this was a smaller movie. It felt smaller. It felt like the cast had really nice chemistry and liked being there and enjoyed the job. So all of that kind of reigns through in their performance. Is there some stuff that's a little like eye rolly? Absolutely, totally. Yeah, you know some, a lot of the dialogue. Yeah, this is a this is a kind of a legacy character, so he's got a lot of history that's of being canceled a lot <laughs> as a character. Yeah, or shuffling from owner to right. owner, like yeah, you know, licensor to licensor. It's a it's a freewheeling IP. So. It's a freewheeling IP for sure. <laughs> he's got, and, and I, I feel like he's got a kind of amalgamation of a lot of different characters. He's got a little bit of Green Lantern in that totally, he, can, yeah. he can kind of, this whatever new one he can does. think yeah. of, he can like make into, into a weapon. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a little like Venom. He's got a symbiote that, totally, he's, that yeah. he's working with, you know, so there's some, there's some definitely like, like Batman Beyond in, in yeah. sort of design. Yeah, uh, totally. And I think Batman Beyond in spirit as well. in so much as like, that's also a legacy character. Right. Yeah. And then the obvious Spider-Man. Spider-Man you know, for sure. He, he's got yeah. all of that kind of like, well, what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think the Iron Spider suit takes a lot right. from this Blue Beetle suit because it was first, right? Yes. Like in chronologically of like comic book history. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think they were, they were adjacent. Like they came out around the same time in the comic book world. Um, Peter gets like the Iron Spider suit like during Civil War, which I think is 05. And this book I think comes 06. out like 06. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, some, you know, something was in the zeitgeist. Every, yeah, everyone's taken from everyone. I, I'm not going to say Marvel's some genius uh, <laughs> that DC could have never come up with legs on a beetle suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, I, I had a good time. I had fun. There's, yeah, I had it's fun. a little bit long for my liking. 
It was a couple moments where I was like, all right, we got we got it. You could have chopped it down. I mean, it's two right. hours. I think no movie, just stop with the two hours. Like, we don't need it anymore. Yeah, we <laughs> like, don't. We're over we really it. Don't. Yeah. Uh, and, and this one had a nice emotional arc, which was really I nice. I think so, yeah. And the family was in it. Uh, family, throughout yeah. the whole Talk thing. about family, yeah. They definitely say familia. You know a what lot. I mean? yeah. So, you know, Vin Diesel will like this movie. <laughs> uh, there were no Coronas drunk, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, he was drinking something. Yeah, because they mentioned yeah, it. Yeah. They're like, "Remember your twenty first birthday," and the next shot of him is him drinking a beer. So yeah, like, we yeah, just want to yeah, make yeah, sure yeah, people yeah, understand. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no underage drinking in this uh, film. Yeah. Right? Yes. No. Absolutely. <laughs> you're twenty two now, so it's fine that you're <laughs> up here cool. having a beer. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, don't drive the Beetle suit after this, <laughs> but you're good otherwise. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll jump back into the review in just a second. But what do you th- what have you been watching? What have you been up to? Yeah, um, I've been watching, I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, which is like such a strange comfort show mm-hmm. for me. I just mm-hmm. throw it on, like, and there's yeah. so much of it. And I'm just like, just keep it rolling. And I can kind of <laughs> like do my laundry and clean and do whatever, like, and have it on and be like, oh, I know, like, what's going on with these people right now. Got you. I watched uh, Talk to Me, which you guys did oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on this show. What did you think of that? Uh, I loved that movie. Yeah, I thought it was like a great like high school drug analogy, right? Um, like party drug analogy, totally. and it reminded me so much of being a teenager and like there's this new thing and you got to try it and everybody's doing it. Kind of fused with contemporary sort of like TikTok. Like we didn't have that when I was yeah. a kid, really. Not everybody had smartphones when I was a a teenager. Yeah, so. nor I. Some people did, though. Oh, which is probably nobody different did from when I was. When you yeah. were a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Nobody did when I was. <laughs> like, the cool kids had the smartphones. Yeah. yeah. I traded my... I traded... I found a smartphone on a bench. Wow. Like, after the snow. <laughs> like, the snow melted and somebody had lost their phone. Yeah. And I traded it for an eighth of weed. Because I wanted <laughs> an eighth of weed, but had no means to pay for it. So, my, the person selling the weed was like, I'll... Give me that smartphone and I'll jailbreak it, and you can have an eighth of weed. Wow! Which, did it still work after being snowed yeah, on? Yeah, it worked. Fired yeah, up. they did like the bag of rice stuff. Bag, he had that phone for like a while. Nice. And dude. I remember just like having my little flip phone. I called it a flop phone because yeah, yeah, the yeah. hinge was broken, so Aww. it just sort of flopped open. Um, but, but you yeah. were high, so it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> that eighth. Oh boy, lasted me yeah. months. But yeah, must have been a day and a half. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, but it, look, kids, in 2006, yeah. an eighth of weed was worth an iPhone. So it yeah, so. just shows you how times have changed. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It's not nearly <laughs> worth that anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched Talk to Me, Good Party Drug Analogy. I watched Barbie with you yeah. a bit ago. We had a great time. Loved Barbie. Um, I went and saw it again. Oh, you did? Yeah. I just went, by yourself? Uh, me and Nora went. Oh, okay. Um, friend of mine, Nora, and I went to yeah. uh, to it and had a great time. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. She was like, I'm going to go see it. And I was like, she was like, do you want to go? I was like, I already went. You're like, I'm I'll in. go again. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, something new. Oh, I watched that movie Cobwebs, Cobwebs. Uh, which is like sort of a spooky like Halloween movie. It came out right when Talk to Me came out. Okay. Um, it's not as good as Talk to Me. Yeah. It is set during Halloween, which I like. Okay. Um, sure. You know, like, I feel like a lot it of horror like movies. like a good <laughs> Halloween setting. Yeah, like a lot of horror. And there's, like, pumpkins in the backyard. It's very, gotcha. like, it's very beautiful and, like, right. very well made, but it's yeah. not. Like Hocus Pocus. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Hocus Pocus. I, I, I say Hocus Pocus over cobwebs for sure. But, uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend. Co- I, I'd say, like. If you can stream it for free, mm-hmm. do it. Do yeah. you ever watch Halloween Town? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
how have you seen Halloween Town? Exactly. Yeah. Why? I, have, I, why have you seen it? I, I dated a girl who was a lot younger than me. Oh, okay. Crystal. Okay. Right, 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 Crystal right. grew up on Halloween Town. Yeah, that makes and sense. So she was like, "You have never seen Halloween Town. We're watching this. It's trash." <laughs> I'm sure, like as a grown trash, man, like, what like, is coming in raw? You'd why be is like, April O'Neil here? Yeah. You know what I mean, like, oh. What, oh, she's got a witch pass. Her kids oh. go to Halloween Town. Like, oh, they that's get weird. April O'Neil from the OG, the, yeah. from the Henson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mutant. Ninja Turtles yeah, movies? Yeah, from the original, oh, the yeah. first one, not the nice. second or the third. Yeah, one. yeah. I saw that as well, TMNT. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, a friend of a friend directed it, as, uh, as no I've said. Yeah. No big deal. NBD. Um, met him at a wedding, pestered him about <laughs> um, just the making of. Yeah. Um, Did he give you any hot deets? He said, like, definitely learn ZBrush because nobody knows how to do it. Which is not true. You're an animator, just if, yeah, if yeah, people yeah, don't yeah. know. By, by trade, yeah. I do animation. I'm technically a, a, an art director and, and producer now for live music and events. But I've been, like, since my first appearance on this show, I've been trying to learn an app called ZBrush, which is a 3D sculpting technology. And that's how they make 3D characters for, for, for cartoon movies. And so I was picking, you know, this director of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles brain about that process. And, yeah, his advice was keep keep doing it. Yeah yeah. 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 And I was like, that seems to be what most everybody says anytime. Like I met a writer when I was 14 and I was like, how did you get to be a comic book writer? And he was like, keep doing it. And I was like, I, I don't know if that's helpful, but I appreciate it. It is yeah. probably, yeah. you know, it's, it's that 10,000 hours. It's the, whatever, right. whatever it is. It's that kind of like, just always be creating content. And ABC, eventually ABCC, always right. be creating content. Right. ABC. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, what have you been watching? Yeah. And what have you been up to? I have been in a special place uh, watching Rebels. Okay, um, Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. I've seen this whole series. It's my Breaking Bad. Cool. Uh, I put it on. I do my laundry. I get things done. I'm also prepping for Ahsoka, which just right, dropped right. yesterday. So you today. have not seen it yet. I did not see it yet. Yeah. I'm going to probably see it today. I had to finish through Rebels. Got it. Because uh, you This know, leads into Rebels, so Rebels in a way? I mean, yes, and I've seen all of Rebels, so I could have just jumped on and watched it, but I was like, I gotta put it, I wanna finish out Rebels, make sure I got the whole thing. Essentially, Ahsoka starts with Sabine Wren, who is a, uh, a character on Rebels, and Ahsoka Tana going to try and find Thrawn and Ezra Bridger. Oh, who, cool. So they the do bring of, Thrawn into... Yes. Okay. Thrawn is one of my favorite bad guys from... The, and you read the books? Yeah, Timothy Zahn. I read, yeah. the, I read the trilogy not too long ago, actually. I reread it. Oh, nice. Um, and Thrawn is just such a wonderful character, such a wonderful yeah, I never, tactician. I, for whatever reason, when I got into Star Wars books, I was reading... Uh, the Legacy of the Force series, which had Jason Solo, Jason and Jaina Solo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. as like young adults. Yeah, I know that one. So I knew there was like some history because I knew they had an older brother named Anakin and some right. something bad happened to him. Yeah, always something bad. <laughs> and, and, and don't uh, name your kid Anakin. Yeah, yeah. Don't and then this, the books that I read were about kind of Jason Solo's turn to the yeah. dark side, which they feel like they took and gave to Adam Driver in the Disney movies. Oh, was they yeah. basically just made him that character, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. They 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 bit off of that for sure. And and the Thrawn character, I love the Thrawn character, especially in the books, because he's such a different type of bad guy. He's he's cold. He's calculating. He's but blue, he, but he's blue. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, and he does just like the Blue Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> just like the Blue Beetle, the Thrawn. Probably that's where the alien technology came from. Yeah, you know? he's, it's a Thrawn tech. Yeah, except for Marvel owns Star Wars, so... Yeah, well, fuck them. <laughs> you know? For now. For, for now. now. 
So anyway, Thrawn is an, a cool kind of like when you think, oh, the Emperor is this kind of like evil cackly dude, and Thrawn's yeah. much more like. I am just, I don't, this is nothing personal. I'm just a better tactician. I'm just smarter yeah. and brighter. And I, like I want, kind of and I want control. Yeah. And you, you can't get under my skin. I don't get angry with you. Sure. I just see that you are flawed and I take advantage of you. And mm. I enjoy that about Thrawn. I, I love that about his character. Uh, and he can just outthink people. He, he's a, his like superpower, if, if there is one to him, is that he, uh, studies the art of a culture and then can intuit how they will react in different situations by studying the art and culture of a of a culture. Oh, like a real megalomaniac. Yeah. <laughs> he cried, cried. He cried, cried. <laughs> but it works. It works for him. So cool. Keep, but that's really, I, I mean, I've watched a lot of what you've watched, which yeah. has been on the show. Yeah. I haven't gotten into Ahsoka. I'm sure I'll be talking about that next week. Yeah. Uh, did you have any feelings about Ahsoka? I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Um, I like that, that they're like hard making her canon. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know she kind of is already. Yeah. I know that like Anakin, you know, Hayden Christensen is going to be in this mm-hmm. from the trailers, yep. I know, which is fun. I mean, it's, you know, it's a little bit of nostalgia bait, but yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Rebels is hard canon. I think all of the animated stuff now is almost more canon than some of the, like, you know, the oh, Force Awakens stuff. The new season is Solar Opposites. So Justin Roiland, who co-created Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. is, like, canceled. Um, what do you do? There were, like, some assault or something charges. I oh, haven't, okay. like, looked deep into it. Um, his trial has, has yet to happen. Ooh, okay, but they trial. pulled him off Rick and Morty, gotcha. and they pulled him off his, like, the sister show, Solar Opposites, and they replaced him with Dan Stevens. Okay. Who did the voice of the Beast in the Beauty and the Beast like live action movie? Okay. And he's probably done like other great things, but that's the only thing I can think of right now for some reason. So (laughs) sorry to Dan Stevens. Oh, good. Um, But I love that they just they kept the character and they just like had him get shot with a voice ray. Yeah. So it like changes his voice and changes his personality, Mm -hmm. and they're just like, we're just it's just this guy now. and it works, and it's so good, and and uh, I love that show, Solar Opposites. If anybody like doesn't watch that or, or wants is curious about watching it, uh, I recommend it. It's it's very fun. There's a whole sort of subplot about one of the. It's about a family of aliens, like a sitcom about a family of aliens, and the the little boy alien shrinks people and, and keeps them in a wall in his room. Oh wow! And sometimes you get cutaways about. Yeah. The people in the wall. Sure. Okay. And you're kind of like, oh, it's funny. And then they just like go in on it. And there's a whole society. Yeah. And like we get whole full episodes about like what's going on in the wall. And like we just ignore the sitcom family. So it's like it's yeah. almost like two shows. Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. in. I'm in on the wall drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. Uh, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Um, all right. We got coming up. We didn't do any real trailers. We saw one trailer. We saw one trailer. The Nun 2. We were none and done. We were none and done. <laughs> I was a little late <laughs> yeah, as yeah, per yeah, usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a, you know, it was fine. I had a nice uh, I had a nice Oktoberfest beer in the <laughs> in you? the lobby while while waiting. <laughs> That's good. We were like 55. I was like, oh, I got time for sure. <laughs> you were like if he says 55, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, 55. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be there right right at seven. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty much what happened. Yeah. Show us at 645. To yeah. be fair. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> Super fair. Well, I mean, I deal with Ian every 
single week. Oh, it was week. Ian a late, a late oh, bird? Oh, God. Ian, we miss trailers a lot because of Ian. Oh, God. Only once. Well, then I'm truly fulfilling my duty. No, yeah. you, uh, you. It was like a homecoming. It was like, <laughs> did I even change hosts? Did I even do anything? Yes, Ian is a consummate late, late person. I, he just... He has this idea that it won't take that long to get there and Me get too. to the parking Me lot too. and walk across Me the, too. the two blocks to get to the theater. And I'm like, eh, you're yeah. leaving enough time for one of those things to happen, mm. but not for all three of them to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's who we deal with. That's who we love. That's who we love. Sending our love. So what did you think of The Nun? Uh, I thought, I mean, it's going to be stupid. Uh, you know, it's going to be jump scares. And, yeah. you know, though I'm not a huge, like I liked... Talk to me, and I liked mm-hmm. some of those psychological horror movies. Mm-hmm. Or I like it to be super campy and you know some Halloween or s- things like that. You know, but a, this, a man this, in the mask sort of. Right? Yeah. The 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 nun. I, I don't just don't. I don't know that I care. There's no draw for you. Yeah. There's no draw. I don't care. About I, I, it. Taste of Farming is in it. Who is from like American Horror Story? Okay. She plays the little girl in season one. Okay. The daughter. Yeah. Um, Isn't the sister from Euphoria in it as well? Was she? I thought she, she was. Thought oh, she, one of the characters from Euphoria. Yeah. Jules, I think. The blonde girl. I was talking about, no, I was talking about the black girl. Oh, oh, Rue's little sister. Yes. Zendaya's little sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe I, she I, is. It was, it was Maybe a real quick are. shot, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's you, cool to see Taste of Farmingo like like jumping into like a adult role, I guess, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. What was she um, in before? American Horror Story. Okay. And she's also... Like Vera Farminga's. Oh, okay. Sister, I think. Like younger sister. Like young, half young sister. sister. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. Something like that. Yeah. There's got to um, be some distance there. And she's in the Conjuring franchise, so it's yes. kind of like a nice little. And tie. this is part of that universe. This is part of Conjuring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, this franchise that can't die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> People keep conjuring it up. They're like, hey, let's conjure up another <laughs> let's one. Let's conjure right? up another one. <laughs> oh, that is the horror, is it not? Uh, all right. Well, let's jump into it. Let's get it done. Let's find our way in. Cool. Um, you are our resident DC expert. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that also helps. Yeah. You know, you're you're playing two roles today. Double it up. Um, double double it up. Double or nothing. So we got the Blue Beetle. Actually, it's just Blue Beetle. I keep saying the oh, it's Blue not Beetle. The Blue Beetle. It's, it's just, just Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. I'll do the letterbox. You'll give me thirty on the board. Yeah. Then I'll tell them how it works. Then we'll jump into it. Okay. Sound so, good to you? Yeah, we're gonna letterbox it. Ready? Letterbox it. I'm so ready. Thirty on the clock. Start. No, 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 nope. no. I letterbox, which is me just explaining the whole rules. And then you do the. And you then do, I do the thirty. I, essentially, yeah. I'll, I'll give them like the director's name and and the brief synopsis okay, that's go. in letterbox. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you want to do that. Nope. Great. Blue Beetle. Directed by uh, Angel Manuel Soto. It's 128 minutes. It is rated PG-13. And here we go. Jamie Reyes is a... Jaime, sorry. Jaime, Jaime yeah, he makes Reyes. He does, he does. Jaime Reyes is a superhero, whether he likes it or not. Recent college grad Jaime Reyes returns home full of aspirations for his future, only to find the home is not quite as he left it. As he searches to find his purpose in the world, fate intervenes when Jaime unexpectedly finds himself in possession of an ancient relic alien biotechnology, the Scarab. Bum, bum, bum. The, the cast is Sholo uh, uh, Maradunya, Duena, uh, Damian Alcaraz, uh, Adrian Barraza, uh, Susan Sarandon, George Lopez, Bruna uh, Marcazzini, uh, Belisa Escabibo. I'm so sorry about your names. Uh, Raul Trujillo uh, and many other talented people. 
You want to do 30 on the board? Do I get 30? Yeah, I'll oh, because you... that's your role. Yeah. All right, shit. I'll give you 30 on the board. Okay. And then uh, you get 30 seconds to explain to us what this movie is about. Like spiritually about is usually Spirit. what you do. That's normally where I go because nobody wants a, a, a play-by-play as much as I want it to, a play-by-play. So 30 on the board. Here we go. Okay, this is a movie about um, faith in family and I would say like class structure um, as well as, um, you know, finding uh, strength from family, um, however that manifests. It's really it's really two warring families who uh, need to... Uh, uh, <laughs> go to war. It's <laughs> harder than you. No, right? yeah, that's that. Uh, it's not easy. It's not easy to do it. Thirty seconds. You're it's like, about families. It's about families. <laughs> warring families. Yeah. I'm not sure that's exactly accurate, but I like it. I feel like it's about warring stratification. So societal stratification, right? Yeah, but I think and the family kind of, and the kind of war between is important because it's the Cord family versus the Reyes family, right? And then you sort of have. You know, Jenny Cord yep. kind of switching allegiance, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, realizing what her family... Oh, oh God. That's my oh timer. God, that's, uh, family and legacy. I would say, I guess the word I was looking for is legacy. Yes. This is a movie about legacy. Yes. So if you haven't been with us before, this is a podcast about movies, not about legacies. Right. So super easy. One through five. One is the worst. Five is the best. We do five categories. Action, acting, directing, story, and gut. We start in the action. Yeah. What do you give it? Uh, for action, um, it's like a 2.5. Like nothing like amazing. Mm-hmm. Some cool fights. Very power injury. Yeah. But, but again, I feel like five is like edge of your seat, heart pounding. Like, whoa, you know, or some major like crazy set piece. This felt very like by the numbers action serviceable they did what they needed to do i i 100% agree i think it's uh there is some fun parts to it you know they get when they get the beetle out and they're just stepping on people super fun there's a lot of like there's a lot of fun kind of comedic action in it it felt actiony in a way that was you know definitely pushing toward 12 and 13 year olds uh kind of action you know like which it's pg-13 power rangers absolutely so you know like there, there's a the lot. Motley Crew needle drop is fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, there are some fun things. And and you know, he he comes up with some cool weapons and and blast people. And uh, yeah, you know, again, but again, man. nothing more than a. I'm a two. I'm oh, a two on a hard two. Yeah. I'm a hard two on it. I, I guess I guess you did your job. If it's two point yeah. five as he came and he did your job, I guess you did your job. You so did your job. 5. Yeah, 2.5. you did your job as an as an action movie. You had two or three big. I wasn't like pieces. disappointed by the fights. Like I thought right. the fights were entertaining and they were yeah. fun and it was cool to see like right. what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, same issue with the Green Lantern is like whatever you think of, I can create, and he just makes like a bigger sword. Yeah, I'm kind of. Like, I felt like, and and maybe I missed it, but I felt like that is a a sword that is, you know, like of something. It was like an anime sword, yeah, very anime, but very stylized, very him ass- sword versus yeah, but we didn't just normal establish blades. that like Jaime was like into that stuff, like, right? No, there's true. no, no. Like, so I think it might have been fun if you sort of. 
I don't know. And they tried to do this in Green Lantern where Ryan Reynolds is like plays with the Hot Wheels track. Right. Yeah. And then like later on, he's like, I'm going to make a giant Hot Wheels track. And you're like, right. OK, because he's like because he likes Hot Wheels. Got like, it. Okay. Yeah, this is his brain. Um, this is his brain. But yeah, on we, Green Lantern. we didn't get much. We didn't get a lot about Jaime. I think. No, we, we know really he's didn't. pre-law. Yeah. And ambitious. Totally. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's anyway. We'll that's get into it. that. I feel it's, like it's another category. That so. is another category. Yes, uh, you know, like highlights. I would say are for sure the 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 actual beetle uh, tank, the beetle, uh, the beetle that, ship. The, yeah, all all, the, all that action was a lot of fun. I like that they made it feel clanky and heavy, and uh, you know, it made it felt like old tech. There's a lot of toggles on it. Yeah, you, you know what I mean, like stuff where you're like, oh, okay, that's that's fun. You know, it it still does most of the things you want it to do, but yeah, you're you're flipping toggles as opposed to your Star Wars two buttons do ninety thousand things on right. on, a, on, a, on a board. Uh, so that was really fun. Uh, you know, and and again, like there wasn't. There wasn't enough kind of like kick, punch, you know, interesting moves to kind of move it up the ranks. Yeah, there wasn't. There was no like high stakes piece, really. Like, right. It felt like the action, the stakes were always. And I, and I think the problem, and this is like a something that just is like part of action movies, but the uh, the faceless guards, mm-hmm. you know, like the henchmen, the cord yeah. henchmen, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they all wear the same outfit. They're sort of disposable right. and you just beat them up like stormtroopers, like your ninjas, right. like, you know, whoever. You Yeah. No point do you feel like they are going to hurt anybody. Yeah. It's just like, well, we just cut through these. It's like in a video game when you're like, okay, this is just like who I like pick off before I get to the boss. Right. And we kind of know that going in. And I think that's, you know, in a Jackie Chan movie, that trope is fun. Right. In, in like a, in like a daredevil hallway scene, that trope is fun. Right. But, um... I think that trope can hurt you if you don't bring it. Yeah, if they if you are just truly cutting through them without any issue, it gets boring. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Acting. Acting. Um, uh, <laughs> also a two point five. Like I think everybody did their job. Nobody moved me to the point where I was like really pushed. Uh, Sholo's great. Mm-hmm. I know him from. Cobra Kai. He mm-hmm. is he is the Cobra Kai kid. He's the Cobra Kai kid. Um, and love him. And I think he he carries the movie. And he has like he has leading man star power and quality. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I felt his rage at you know in that climactic battle with mm-hmm. the Omac. Nothing was like especially moving. There is that like nice kind of Black Panther scene where he like meets his dad in the in the right. In the afterworld, yeah, or the or the in between, yeah, the ether, yeah, um, and uh, that scene is nice, and you know George Lopez is so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of great comedic acting in this movie, mm-hmm. good comedic timing. Um, you know, I never thought I would say the words George Lopez is so funny, but I just did. You did, you um, did. It. <laughs> so you know that did something for me. Um, yeah, 2.5. Everybody showed up. Everybody did their job. I thought Jenny Cord was good. Susan Sarandon is just like stock villain. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like Susan showed up to like get a paycheck. Right. I did not feel like, I mean, I think Susan Sarandon is a wonderful actress and I really enjoy yeah. her in a lot of things. This felt just a little bit like, ah, what do you need? Just evil, cruelly kind evil, of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that felt a little like uh, I just showed up to get a paycheck. Uh, you know, she would bring it down for me a little bit. George Lopez, I, again, I thought he was delightful and funny. Sometimes I think 
and this could be in directing that he maybe overplayed his hand a little bit. Sure. Uh, in some of the in some of his moments, whereas other moments were really like on point, really funny, really good. Yeah. Uh, there was some stuff where I was like, uh, the you know the family freaking out uh, was supposed to be semi comedic, uh, and some yeah. some of that felt like. We're still in this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, should we be cutting away? Are you still trying to milk jokes out of mm-hmm. him throwing the boot and having a good time? I, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm still believing that this is his reaction to everything. Right. E- even though that is kind of crazy, and I like that they have a very strong reaction uh, initially to it. Uh, and you that, mean the first time that he gets right, the like, first time that he gets the, the boot and over. it takes over, and you're like, yeah, you'd be freaking out, absolutely. And especially a family that's that close, and you know, they established that really nicely. I think they established the family dynamic really nicely. So, the, and the family, I think everyone in the family does a really good job. the 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 main girl is fine. She doesn't she doesn't blow me away. Jenny Cord. Jenny Cord. Uh, she doesn't blow me away with anything she's doing. I, you know, obviously she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So kudos you know like and she she finds an emotional place and you know she has pretty good repartee with george lopez but you know sometimes that's just the lopez effect you yeah know what i mean yeah uh and then sholo i think is uh, great yeah. yeah i think he's got a lot of leading men qualities he's good with the banter and he's good with feeling out the emotional scenes and i, I felt like he did a really nice job so i'll you know i'll go three. Oh, nice three. i'll go three yeah yeah Oh, for him and for the family members. I Good. thought all the family members hit, and George brought it up a little bit. Nice. Um, so let's let's cut, let's kick it into directing. Yeah, I think you know to helm a movie like this. Like I always give the director the benefit of the doubt. Like I think these movies are crazy to helm and impossible. And yeah, I think the director showed up and did his job, kept it together. Like there was no weak point. Like it felt like you talk about auteurs and matures, and I think this had like a nice stamp on it because I think this movie is really important for like the Latinx community. And they made sure like, like it felt like it was just like a stock superhero movie, but like he put his sort of like Latinx stamp on it. Like, like the scene where um, the sister comes out and like tags the Beatle ship. Right. Like that's how I would describe this movie is like, yeah, it's a DC superhero movie, but it's got like, you know, that stamp on it to, to sort of like set it apart. And I think it's nice that they gave him the reins to do that or them the reins to do that. I don't know the gender of the director. Um, but, um, yeah. So, so again, I always, you know, (laughs) to, to helm something this big, like props, I give it, um, a 3.5. I don't think it's winning any, any Oscars anytime soon, but like Mm -mm. good on you. Yeah. Yeah. I think what makes this movie refreshing is the all the stuff uh, that you know that is uh, showcasing that culture, showcasing uh, that community uh, that makes that makes this feel fresher than it probably is. Yeah, you know, and and so that that piece was very very for me made this a lot more enjoyable made this a lot more like oh this is there's a fresh take it was a different a, lens a, on di- it. a different lens on it a different you know um yeah just a different viewpoint than yeah. a, a lot of the other ones which are all very kind of uh, you know we don't really need to understand this we this is white culture which is the culture we are all grown up in and you know so there's a shorthand there that that we 
start to get yeah. complacent with a yeah. little bit. Um, or, and I like when the scarab starts to like speak Spanish as well. Right. Like it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like they are becoming one. So that <clears throat> right. means it, it must adapt to his culture and right. Yeah, totally. And, 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 and learn and, and become part of the family. Right. Right. Um, the, uh, again, the tone of the movie was right. I felt like the tone worked for what it was. It was, it was plucky enough, but had enough kind of, you know, moments in it. You never felt like there was a, uh, the 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 stakes weren't super high, you know. Once you had the once you had spoilers. Once you had the dad die, right? You felt okay. You were like okay, emotional core of the movie. The father, he's gonna die, you know. Like we know that we've already we've already you know told you he had a heart attack. So and and he's out there drinking tequila on the front lawn. So <laughs> right. he's not pulling it all together. Um, so that kind of like that's your kind of rallying cry. And then you know. Compared to like you know, and I thought I thought the the dad and 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 the son in the in the in between, uh, yeah. In terms of a look, a nice scene. It yeah, was like a, cool a look. good good look, way better than the 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 speed force or whatever you know oh, yeah, horrible yeah, yeah, like yeah. vortex force <laughs> that was. Yeah. That uh, you in know, the flash. We, yeah, that <laughs> that we've seen happen. So that looked good. You know, like his disappearing looked good. Yeah. I didn't have any issue with any of that stuff. Yeah, all the CGI was good. Yeah. Very good. I think the transformation scene, the very first transformation oh, yeah. scene, like is like a lot. It's like it's like a touch of body horror. Like it's like yeah. crazy. You see looking. the mouth get all yeah. black and, uh-huh. and like he's trying uh-huh. to open it and it yeah. won't open. Yeah, uh-huh. that stuff was good. Very cool. Yeah. Um, they, 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 there was care put into this movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And the look, I mean, they, 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 they had a theme. It was blue and pink. Everything was blue. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was blue and pink yeah. and purple. And, and, and what, what the, true. Yeah. What's the, the city there in is Palmeros. Pal- yeah. It's a fictional, it's a fictional DC it's a, it's, city. It's, it's meant to be like a fictional, like Florida keys. Sort okay. Of, got it. Like, got it. Cause the original guy was from El Paso. Oh, is that true? The original Blue Beetle oh, was the comics, set in yeah. El Paso in the oh, comics. That's fun. And yeah. they live on El Paso Street. Yeah, that's uh, probably like a nod. So they nod to that. I think they just, you know, DC always does, you know, and George Lopez says this. He's right. like, well, you know, Superman has Metropolis and right. the Flash has Central City. And so they just wanted to make up like their own right. kind of city yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Which I always thought, I mean, it's basically like Miami, right? Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, the. And I liked it. I thought the the look of the city was good. You know, like it had yeah. its own kind of fresh look. It, it had like a very like superhero city feel to right. it. Like it was, yeah. yeah. Um, like it, you, you could tell they were just like sitting either like in front of a LED wall or a green screen. And then they just like put the city up back there in front of it. But like, I mean... I, I know that because I know production techniques, but like if you're just a layman watching this movie, it's, it's seamless and it looks good. It doesn't look bad. Yeah. Um, but it is a very like comic booky city, mm-hmm. um, which Absolutely. was fun and interesting. And it had its own sort of like holograms and an own vibe. Yeah. Vibe sure. to it. You and, know, I feel like Metropolis is always a little bit kind of art deco, you know, yeah, the, this the, was very like vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of, it, like, it felt screens. little Miami ish, a lot of yeah, color, a, a lot of, you know, yeah. like, uh, like, you know, teals and pinks and blues yep. and pinks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, uh, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that they captured a new vibe and the director d- puts all of that in. Yeah. So for me, the directing gets uh, 3.5. Yeah. Nice. What'd you give it? 3.5 also. 3.5 as well. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. We're going to go into story. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, so I think Blue Beetle, very interesting character. Um, I do. I am recalling him being from El Paso now that mm-hmm. you mention it because I remember. I mean, I was working in a comic book store when those books were coming out, um, specifically the Jaime Reyes books. Um, but yeah, like we talked about this briefly. Like you know, Blue Beetle is a legacy character. There's uh, you know Ted Cord, who is the second Blue Beetle, right. um, who's the Blue Beetle that like I feel like most comic book readers know of know of and would have grown up with um just in the fact that most comic book readers are probably 80s kids yep. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um so um i thought that was really interesting um i i was so glad they included ted cord um and like i liked that they it, it just felt like such a solid adaptation um because the legacy story is the way to go. And while I was watching this movie, I remember before the flash show, I read a flash script that like David S. Goyer had written, which was all about Wally West and how like Barry Allen had disappeared. And it was very much so like a legacy story. And I think that's where you should go with the flash. And it's definitely where you should go with blue beetle because Mm -hmm. those are both like the legacy characters in the, in the world of comic books. Um, with Ted Cord himself also being a legacy character with right. him having like a predecessor as well. Um, you know, and we talked about how in the comic books it's originally, it was just like, he was just kind of like a Batman with technology and he's an inventor and he's gimmicky and whatnot. Um, and then they sort of retcon it. And once they come out with the Jaime Reyes story in the early two thousands, they like retroactively make everything about the scarab. Um, and this movie just like adapted that perfectly. I like their inclusion of Omac, um, Mm -hmm. who's like a famous DC villain and how they tie that into blue beetle. Like it just felt like it felt good. It felt like they were taking things from the DCU and kind of putting them into this movie in places where it made sense. And like, as opposed to just having like some character they made up to be the villain. They're like, well, let's have that be Omac. Like it felt like a lot of thought went into it. Um, as far as the story of like the actual movie goes, uh, again, I feel like this is a movie about family and about two kind of polar opposite families. One family that's like, you know, on the fringes and like not, um, (laughs) you know, uh, below the poverty line and uh, struggling, but like has like a lot of heart to them. And then there's the Cord family who is like this massive industry leader who's basically like the Tony Stark family. Right. Um, and then kind of the estranged daughter and the evil step aunt or I mean, not step aunt, true aunt. Yeah. Who sort of t- comes in and takes over the company. Um, and just watching kind of the movie be about that. I loved um, how. Uh, you know, Jenny Cord introduces them to the Ted Cord like mythos. Um, I like that we get the Beetle ship, which is like iconic, more so iconic because of Watchmen. So they they basically, when Alan Moore developed Watchmen, he wanted to use Blue Beetle and the Question and Captain Adam, and they were like, absolutely not. So he made up Night Owl and Rorschach and Doctor Manhattan. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it's fun fun little fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so, uh, night owl being like the blue beetle allegory. Um, so yes, uh, I loved like the, the family coming in and using like Ted Cord's tech, um, and like the sister using the fist glove and all these kind of like toys. And I loved this idea of like, it's like if Batman had ADHD, like I think that was fun. Um, but yeah, and I said this to you before, it's, it's very much so like an Iron Man one, like here's the hero, here's his tech, here's the bad guy. 
he's got pretty much the same tech, and they got to fight each other right. just because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, and and uh, you know, I won't I won't repeat what you've talked about in terms of the 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 backstory, and and I will say I think legacy characters are are where we're headed, and I think if DC can jump on that train, they they got a, a head start on 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 Marvel on some level. I mean, Marvel is working toward their legacy characters, yeah, but it, you know, they seem scattered right now. Marvel seems very scattered to me, and DC seems like it could if it gets on board could have a good run here yeah. while, while we're all trying well, it feels to figure like out what the F happened in phase five. It feels like Marvel is, has no choice but to use legacy characters because right. they can't use those actors yeah, anymore. And they've already, yeah, they've Whereas already zapped through DC their... is like, it's more in the tapestry of DC to have legacy characters, right. you know? The, the story is, yes. I mean, I, I, again, for the analogy of these two families that are, one is like very tight knit, but very poor. One is very kind of dispersed and, and dysfunctional, but very rich. You know, it's very Spider-Man and Oscorp, you know, that totally, kind of like, yeah, totally. you, you know, like he's got this core of family and, and, and obviously he loses his uncle Ben and that kind of like sets him in motion Yeah, and Harry Osborne and his father never get along and they don't have, you know, they'll have a good relationship and all mm-hmm. that, but it mm-hmm. seems like he should be on top of the world cause he's rich. And so they, they're constantly looking at each other's lives. Like what, why are you so happy? Yeah. Or why aren't you so happy? So in that way, the story is not necessarily brand new, but I felt like what the director put into it and the, the specificity uh, of the, uh, of how he illustrated uh, that dynamic I thought he did really well. Yeah. Uh, and I thought the story did really well. Mm-hmm. I felt like they had a real feel for what that dynamic really is. And and, a, and it looked like a more realistic dynamic uh, in in that sense. You were like, yes, we this is this is currently happening. This is what's going on in this world right now. Uh, whether they're the chords or the, you know, whomever's. Uh, gentrification is going on, you know, in America. Yeah. Hardcore. The sisters, uh, the sisters comment, we used to have the other side of the tracks and now they want that. You know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, so that, all of that, like, I felt like that, that piece of the writing was really good there was some stuff in there like all of a sudden making their grandmother some revolutionary was a little <laughs> like it felt a little like wedged silly, in yeah. and silly you know and and her all of a sudden understanding schematics and, and how to like you know set all this stuff up and you haven't really set any of that up earlier at all and i'm again i i don't dislike it it just felt a little nudged yeah you know, it, it felt it like you're playing would, a joke a little she bit she just knows how to like it doesn't yeah, it doesn't feel grounded in the re- in the way that the rest of the movie does. Right. Um, there's like the the fart thing. Yeah, the fart the, beetle. Yeah, the, the fart beetle. beetle fart. Which I guess is like we're trying to show you that like Ted Cord is like was like a silly guy because uh, he put a fart yeah. machine on his right. super tank. Yeah, on his on his beetle beetle <laughs> tank. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little extra. You yeah, know? You're, you're yeah, you're you're bringing in the the, the eight and nine year old demographic yeah, for that. I'm sure, you know? like some nine year old lost his shit over the oh, fart machine. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> I would have at nine. I would have just like, ooh, don't do that. Yeah, but but yeah, um, a little rough. A um, little rough. Yeah, I mean, you know, but but overall, and I mean, this movie is the the story of this movie is really a hunt for a MacGuffin. 
you know, and which right. so happens to be like the MacGuffin is fused with the main character, which I thought was refreshing and nice. It's like, oh, well, it 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 kind of negates, you know, it kind of breaks the MacGuffin ideology because it's like, well, it does matter what it is because it's like this weapon that transforms this kid into something else, you know. Right. Um, right. So that was fun. And living with that, I mean, living with that symbiote, it's got to be weird. It's got to be tough. Yeah. yeah. They put a bunch of boner jokes in they there, They did. Too. I knew like, they there was would. There's more boner yeah. jokes than I expected. I was waiting for, like, when he's, I was waiting, like, the blood is rushing to your mid-region. I was yeah. like, I knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but the the sneaky one is when he's when he's about to kiss her in the bedroom. Yeah, and, and he does the tuck. Yeah, he does the tuck, the yeah. boner tuck. Nice. Uh, in the jumpsuit. And I was like, nice, buddy. So funny. Nice. You wonder if like he was directed to do that, or if he just played it, and they're like, "We love it." No, Keep he was for in. sure. That felt like a director. Like, yeah, maybe. I, I actually <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? But either way, again, this movie is silly in some respects, and sometimes I feel like the story overplayed its hand a little bit. Well, it's a very paint by numbers. Just like right. this, this like super rich person owns this town and just like has soldiers that are like above the law. Yeah. Weird. That can just you like do know. whatever. Yeah, and you're like, are they, city like, are they the police or are they not? Yeah. Like, I yeah, guess yeah, it's yeah. just how it <laughs> is. Like, yeah, like seriously, is anybody calling anybody? So in that way, it was very comic booky, but I think that's kind of why they said it. You know, the, the, the city design remind me of mystery men. Did you oh, see the okay. Ben Stiller mystery yeah, yeah, yeah. movie where you get yeah, the yeah. cityscape of it and you're like, or like the mask where like they show you the city and you're just like, that city looks fake. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's how this city felt. But it's like, you know, the characters just accepted it and just lived in it, which is nice. And I think that's kind of how it worked with like the privatized troops. Right. Well, um, I, I felt like there was a, and maybe I read into this more than I should have, but I felt like it was supposed to look a little fake because the city, yeah. the real city, the grounded city, That's the nice. truth of the yeah. city is this little neighborhood that actually has real people right. dealing with real problems. And that is the fake glossy thing that this is Instagram. That's this is just been all like the implanted. implanted in this area. In the same way that the scarab was implanted right. into uh, yeah. our boy. So I, I liked, I felt like that was a, a, a conscious choice. For yeah, that's nice. I, that's a good reading of it. I, I definitely didn't like see it that way first time around. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, like, like again, there's definitely like some thought and care that went into this. Um, spoiler alert. I like that Ted Cord is alive. I mean, we know that yep. kind of the whole time, like yeah. he disappeared and you're like, all right, well that guy's coming back. <laughs> yeah, he's coming I, back. I was half expecting one of them to put on the Ted. Like I was thinking George Lopez is going to like put oh, on the Ted Cord suit at some <laughs> point. Um, or like that she was like when yeah. she had her bubblegum thing, like right. I was like, Oh, that's like another kind of scarab and yeah. she's going to be a blue beetle. But I think they're kind of like, we only need one for the first one and we'll deal with that later. Right. You know? Yes. And there was one model that didn't have a suit on it. Right. And just had a pillow belted over the crotch right. region, which was yeah. maybe another boner joke. Some, well, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know why there was a pillow belted around well, but the crotch. She was area. like really looking at it. Like, Maybe it was supposed to be for her. Like maybe one day she okay. would have it. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. But Jenny Cord, I don't think is canon. I think that was for this movie. Yes. Um, His love interest is like Tracy 13 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In, in, the, in, the, in the comics. Yeah. So you did a little bit of reading I did, some up re- I did yeah. a little research. Yeah. Those books were coming out when I was, they were super popular. Like it was a hot, hot book. I never got into it myself. Uh, but, um, Keith Geffen writes it. Yes. And he's famous for like 
pairing up Blue Beetle with uh, Booster Gold, like yes. the blue and gold sort of a sort yeah. of deal, because like Ted Cord is, but and then Ted Cord is dead in the in the in the round in the uh, he Jaime Reyes books, like okay. he's been dead for a minute. Oh, like, okay, got it. Yeah, I did not um, know that. Yeah, yeah, I felt like there was at least one adaptation in there where Ted Cord was alive. At the same time, and he's kind of like the. I think they the, bring him back. The, yeah, yeah. The, the kind of like guy who's helping with tech for for you know high Yeah, which is where they're going. Yes, yeah. exactly. Which could be fun. Yeah, I'm I, I, they did not reveal who that actor would be, and I no, couldn't I tell thought, by the voice. I, I thought because you see the picture, and he's got like a grayish beard, and I'm like, it's going to be like Ryan Reynolds or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How dare that? If that guy's in one more movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's going to be somebody like that. What's your story score? <laughs> I think I go like a, a three for story. Three for story? I yeah. would say I'm the same. Yeah. Three for story. Right. Who's your dream cast for Ted Gord? He needs to be a little silly, right? He needs to have some of that energy. Ooh, and he needs to be older. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I go Rob Mackle, McElhenney from from really. Always you think Sunny. he's old enough? I think he's old enough. Yeah, he's got like a ten year old kid. And what about a Cranston? Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is he too, too old? old? Too that old. That guy's almost 70. Yeah. yeah, but he's got a 22-year-old kid or however old yeah, Jenny Cord is. Yeah, that's true. But no, I think you want to do somebody like Ryan Reynolds' little, age. Okay, like, okay. Yeah, like, gotcha. like a Hugh Jackman maybe. 50s. Is he too old Hugh, too? Hugh Jackman doesn't fit. I don't he doesn't think. fit, but it, he's but older that's than the, that's the age gotcha, range. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go Rob, and maybe that's just me because they do the Wrexham show together. Right. What, what's his last name? How do you say um, it? McElhenney? McElhenney, yeah. Yeah, yeah I go Rob. Don't, I, don't I think he'd be great because he hasn't been a superhero yet. So it's like, yeah. And he's like, a, he's basically like a Ryan Reynolds type. Yeah, so. at least Ryan could at least hook him up with an audition because he gets all of them anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, they might as well. Um, uh, I go him. He's a good pick. I'm trying to think who else. Like, yeah, I, I, I uh, like Ruffalo could do it. Oh yeah, the rough yeah. stuff. I mean, you know, he's still the Hulk technically. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, Different he universe. could for sure do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to think of. People who I who's sort of like a wacky middle aged white guy. I literally just googled wacky actors. Oh, okay, <laughs> and it comes up with Shia LaBeouf. Weirdly, that's nope. first. Like, nope. What? nope, that's not the guy. Uh, you know, oh, your your Jim Carrey comes up. Your Robin Williams comes up. You yeah, you know, post mortem. Um, Johnny Depp shows up. No, uh, Will Ferrell, Eddie Murphy, no. Jonah Hill, nope. Adam nope. Sandler. Nope. That would be interesting. It would be interesting. He'd need to get in shape. Yeah. Uh, Steve Carell shows up here. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. I mean, it's basically like a Paul Rudd, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, who yeah. You're Paul for. Rudd's Ben Stiller. Would ben be Stiller. Killer. Ben yeah, Stiller yeah, yeah, would yeah, kill yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could do really well in that. Yeah, for sure. That's fine. Uh, anyway, those are our wacky white guys that so, could so, do it. If hey, if we called it on this show, hey, who knows? Good for us. Good for us. <laughs> All right, gut, gut. Let's wrap it up with gut. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I go four on gut. I had a fun time with this movie. There was some like, you know, some one liners like we talked about, like your love for your family will yeah. be your downfall. It's like, do we need to spell it out? We here? got it. We've already <laughs> said it several times um, in several different ways. Sort of the getting used to the suit montage was a little bit like, okay, like we saw it in like Shazam, I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my gut is this is a fun movie. I had really low expectations. I think I texted you when I saw that it got a 70% and I was like kind of excited. I was yes, like, you what? Did. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think – 
most of you will see this movie when it comes on to HBO Max inevitably. Um, but give it a watch. It's 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 fun uh, for for me. Gut for gut. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay around a three gut for me. Hmm. Uh, I don't. I didn't. It didn't blow me away. It was a little long. There's a lot of stuff to like in this. You know, if you if you want it, uh, I always say go see it in theaters, just because I think we should go to theaters. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, but beyond that, like for me, this is like I'd be excited to watch this at home and like hang out and 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 enjoy yeah. it. But I, you know, I don't need it. Um, right. It, it didn't feel like oh heck yeah. It felt like yeah. Like if I was thirteen, this would have been a banger for me. Yeah, I would have been like about it. It's but the best a, DC movie f- in a long while. Right. That I'll say. Right. And they knew it, right? Because we talked about how they were going to put where it on you, HBO where Max. Where you put this in your DC? In my DC category? Yeah, like, I mean, you got kind of all the Batmans, except for maybe a Clooney one. Like, like, are you talking about like from 89 to now? That, that's that's all the DC I know. Whew. Um, shit. I mean, is it uh, ahead of any Batmans? Yeah, it's ahead of loads of Batmans. Okay. I think. Which Batmans? Uh, it's it's ahead of like everything after Returns. Okay, got it. Got Except it. for you know, it's not ahead of Begins. Okay, yeah. I, I feel like Begins is a different stratosphere. Begins of movie, Dark Knight, uh, Rises blows. We rises all know. just. Blows. <laughs> I don't think. Rises I don't really, think Dark, I, that was a pile. Yeah, I don't think Dark Knight holds up as well as you think it does. A little long. Um, begins is solid. Begins is just start to finish. Yeah, Begins need. might be like one of the best DC movies there yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, you put it above. Sorry, switching gears a little bit. Do you put it above like the first, Batman, first Wonder Woman? Oh, ooh, no. First Wonder Woman's better than this. Do you put it above first Superman? Yeah, I think Donner Superman's trash. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, everyone. Uh, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But do you put it above the Henry Cavill Superman? Yes. I think Man of Steel also trash. I don't think they've trash. ever gotten Superman right. I gotta, I gotta agree with you on that. I don't think you can get Man of Steel right. That's my feeling. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a compelling yeah, character. Yeah, I'm so curious to see what James Gunn does. Here's my question for you. Yeah. Do you think James James Gunn, vaunted Marvel savior, lover of needle drop? Yeah. Do you think he'll put Kryptonite by Three Doors Down, <laughs> Superman by Five for Fighting, or anything of that sort? Right. Pocket in, full of Kryptonite by uh, the uh, Spin Doctors. Do you think he'll put anything <laughs> like that in the Superman movie? Yes uh, or no? Absolutely, he will. I think he will. Yeah, I, th- I think th- in some form or another. In some form or another. If he's if he's feeling bold, he might do it in the movie. If he's not feeling bold, he might just put it in like a credit scene, I like think, beginning credits or end credits. I think like a rageful Superman just like going off to Kryptonite by three yeah. doors down would be fucking badass. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you'd just be like. Oh, like your jaw would drop to the floor. You'd be like, they're doing this. But like, if you played it and you did it straight, like, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, no, you're, you're going to have to do a boner tech after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do I rank it? I think it's easier to rank it in like the, in the Snyder era. Snyder era. Okay. Yeah. Um, in which case it's like just under, you know, like, like the Batman is the top, mm-hmm. even though that's not Snyder era. It's like Snyder. Jason. We'll give it. Um, the Batman is tops and then Wonder Woman 2017. And then probably like this movie is tied with like first Shazam. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think if you, 
if you've overlooked anybody that I can think of, but I don't think you have. Yeah, I think you got, we hit it. We got Justice yeah. League, which so is like Flash ooh. is trash. Justice League's trash. Snyder Snyder cut is decent, but yeah, but not not oh, like oh. not like hey, we've added I, I, I another. Stand, 40 I stand bucks. corrected. I go. I think my number two is the Suicide Squad, the James Gunn. Yes, that's yeah, my yeah, number yeah, two. Yeah, 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 so no, it's like okay. the Batman. The Suicide Squad. Heck, they should have called this the Blue Beetle, and then right. it might have it fit. Yeah, <laughs> might have fit. I mean, might have really slapped at that point. Uh, awesome. Um, well, that is that's the show. We did it. Yeah, we're in. We're well, where, out. Do you, where do you rank it? Oh, I rank it probably. Uh, I probably rank it the Batman, the Suicide Squad. I probably put Wonder Woman ahead of it. Yeah. And then probably this and Shazam. This and then the first Shazam, second Shazam was garbage. Right. Um, I don't know. I liked Man of Steel, I think, more than you did. Oof. Uh, and I'd it's have to go back good. and rewatch it. But I liked good. Man of Steel. Like when I remember coming out of that being like, okay, okay, all right, okay. Uh, and maybe it's just because I hadn't seen any Superman stuff in a while. Sure. And certainly Christopher Reeves doesn't blow me away either. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. But RIP. Uh, uh, I think Smallville Ooh. gets as close as you can get to like a good. I mean, Smallville's really? not good, but no. No, it's it not. gets as close as you can get yeah. to a good Superman story. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, Anyway, so it's somewhere in that range. It's it's either just yeah. above or just below your Man of Steel. That said, it wouldn't be hard to come out with something that would knock this. Oh yeah, 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 it would not yeah, be yeah, hard. To yeah, be. exactly. That's that's why it's a three gut for me. It's, yeah. it's, it's not. We're not in a stratosphere where I'm going. Well, so what are our scores across the board? Don't we do have to do that? We do. We're gonna have to pause though. Okay. Just because I didn't write them down as we went, which is oh, okay. normally what Ian does. So let's cut through. Cut this bit out. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, so your major score uh, at the end, calculated up, is a 16. I am at a 15. Kudos to us. Yeah, which is, I think is both at 60%. Yeah, both right in the D range. Passing with conditions of failure. <laughs> conditions yeah. of failure. D's get degrees. D's get degrees. Well, you know, I don't even, I don't know if that's true in boarding school. Um, doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, yes. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being Thank the, you. Yeah. the very first co-host. I'm excited to have done uh, it. We are excited to have had <laughs> I, I you I really on. flubbed the 30 seconds, but <laughs> I, think, I just need a couple hey, more reps. Yeah, first I'll go. Tell you this, first go. 30 seconds planking yeah. is much longer than 30 seconds trying to summarize Blue Beetle. Yeah, <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the theory of relativity right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'll do our, uh, our lead out. Yeah. There's a bomb in the oven. Exit on the Blue Beetle poolside. Boom. What a great show. Oh, Blue Beetle. Sounds like a great movie. Or a terrible movie. I don't know. I'm recording this before I listen to the episode. I'm very tired. I know that was a season two thing. But I'm definitely very tired. I've had a baby. Well, I didn't have a baby. My wife had a baby. So I've been gone from the show. I miss it. Oh, so tired. I'm just checking in to let you guys know that I'm doing okay. Uh, probably won't be back next week. Who knows? I don't know. But I wanted to let you know that, uh, you know, when you have a baby, you watch a lot of stuff. So I was just going to let you guys know a little bit of what I have watched. Because I know you're all super 
Super interested. So here we go. Succession. Secret Invasion. Strange New Worlds. Frozen 2. The Tooth Fairy. Star Wars. Ahsoka. Bluey. Doolittle. The Incredibles. Star Wars. Rebels. Creature Cases. The Monkey King. Marvel Funko Shorts. Kunk on Earth. Star Wars. Young Jedi Adventures. The Ugliest House in America. My Dad the Bounty Hunter. AEW Collision. Paw Patrol. AEW Dynamite. Bob the Builder. How To with John Wilson. Sing 2. AEW Rampage. Spy Kids. Vanderpump Rules. Bat Wheels. I Am Groot. Scooby-Doo and Batman. The Brave and the Bold. AEW all in telemarketers so as you can see i've had a lot of time to watch a lot of shows many of which are children so tired have you checked out our patreon go check out our patreon oh man will rock and solo editing the episode himself is it better is it worse i don't know you tell us so tired sign it sign it i don't know when i'll be back there's a bomb there's a me in the oven i'm going insane maybe one of us so tired i don't know we'll see bye guys